You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We made it to a Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. The actor Kevin James a little later on, he's portraying. Well, he is uh, He's going to be portraying Sean Payton in a movie, but we talked to him prior to Sean Payton stepping down from the Saints, but it's about the last time that Sean Payton was asked to step away from the Saints and coach his son's sixth-grade football team. So if you have that, we taped this a couple of days ago, and uh, we'll talk to Kevin James coming up a little bit later on. Ross Tucker, our good buddy, CBS Westwood One, will stop by. Tom Pelissero broke some news He is the insider for the NFL Network that the Packers offensive coordinator is now the new head coach of the Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett. Tom will join us coming up and we'll ask him, do we connect the dots here that you hire the Packers offensive coordinator? And it's been long rumored that if Aaron Rodgers was leaving Green Bay, Denver would be the destination. He'll join us coming up. Also, is Byron Leftwich going to get the head coaching job at the Jaguars? It felt like... Nathaniel Hackett was maybe going in for another interview in Jacksonville, and that's when Denver swooped in to say, no, not so fast. Come on out here. Come on out to Denver. And we're getting closer to lockdown day, and we thought maybe we'd have a couple coaching hires here over the next uh, 72 hours, and we might with uh, Nathaniel Hackett uh, leaving to go to the Denver Broncos to be their next head coach. Phone calls, always welcome. Emails, tweets, all the above. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. This program brought to you by Impeller. Empower your investment portfolio opportunities in Puerto Rico. Impeller, a new online tool that connects investors with innovative projects on the island available now. Impeller is your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico. Learn more at investpr.org slash impeller. A lot of times what we do is... You'll see the name and the title, the team that he's been with, the team he might be going to, the relationship there, whether it's a general manager and a coach. Maybe it's a quarterback and an offensive coordinator. We try to connect the dots. Sometimes we do it too quickly. But the dots with Denver, with Aaron Rodgers, have been there for quite some time. And I'll go back to when Von Miller was traded. Even prior to that, I was told by a source saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers going to Green Bay. Green Bay will probably not ask for players in return. They'll ask for draft picks. And I'll go back to the night of the draft. Denver was on the clock, and we got the the sense that maybe Aaron Rodgers was going to be traded right then. And Mark Schlereth, the former Denver Bronco offensive lineman, he expected Rodgers to be traded that night. So then they take a defensive player, and then we thought, okay, uh, that's interesting. Are they still going to trade for Aaron Rodgers? If that happens, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, from what I was told how many months ago when Von Miller was traded, even prior to that, if Aaron Rodgers goes there, Dallas is so good with draft picks, they would want draft picks in return. Sometimes we'll look at a team and go, Green Bay would want uh, draft picks in return. But a lot of times we'll look at these teams and say, boy, look at that lineup Aaron Rodgers would be walking into. That doesn't stop Green Bay from saying, you know what, we want Jerry Judy. But also understand this, Aaron Rodgers is not a free agent. Everybody makes it seem like uh, he's free. He can just keep going right out the door. 
Now, if he wants to retire, that's his decision. But Aaron Rodgers can't just join the Denver Broncos. There has to be a deal in place. It's like if Sean Payton were to go to another team, there has to be a deal in place. He's under contract with the Saints. And we might hear from, uh, from Coach. Now, he could quit and say he's going to go into the media. And then I don't know how that, that works out, that a year after going into the media, can you go to the Dallas Cowboys? There are other teams interested in Sean Payton. Let's, let's not kid anybody here. He will have an opportunity to be in the booth or being in a studio, I'm sure. But I still get the feeling, I'm just looking at the timing of this. If I look at Sean Payton, not sure what he's going to do. Dallas Cowboys don't give a ringing endorsement to Mike McCarthy. Now, and I know that Jerry Jones loves Sean Payton. If you're Jerry Jones at his age, wants a, desperately wants another Super Bowl, why wait another year? How can I get him? What's it going to cost? There's no salary cap for a head coach, but you're going to have to trade him. And Jerry is in his late 80s? No, Jerry, he, Jerry Jones turns 80 this 80? year. 80? All right. Uh, well, he, his face looks a little younger there, but he's uh, 80 years of age. But he, he, he wants to win. He wants to win another Super Bowl. But if you have Sean Payton, you don't want to wait. And that opportunity to get Sean Payton, now what do you give the New Orleans Saints? That's, that's the curiosity here. The Cowboys left this open to interpretation because right after the game, Jerry was asked about Mike McCarthy's future. He said, no, now's not the time to be discussing this. What owner says this? Now, his son was a little more positive, a little bit more forthcoming about Mike McCarthy coming back. But Mike McCarthy doesn't know what his future is. He probably thinks, hey, I'm, uh, I'm coming back. Why wouldn't I be coming back? Jerry Jones is a billionaire. When a billionaire has a whim, that's when you have to be careful because they can be dangerous. But Jerry doesn't have to answer to anybody. All he has to do is go, hey, uh, what's it going to take to get Sean to join us as our head coach? And it, depending on what the Saints want, you want money? You want draft picks? You want a player? What do you want? I'll buy you one of those Jumbotrons, like, yeah. just like ours. Yeah, try not to make it hang too low <laughs> to be too big. But if I'm the Cowboys and I'm Jerry Jones... I know Sean Payton said he wanted to step away for a little while. Um, I'd be I'd be all in on Sean Payton, and I think that Jerry Jones that that's got to be front and center. Just the just the timing of it. You lose the Saints don't make the playoffs. They get nine wins. Salary cap hell. Don't like the quarterbacking situation. Here's Jerry. Maybe not sold on Mike McCarthy. You got this opportunity. You should still be playing in his mind. Let's get an offensive-minded guy, one of the brightest offensive minds that we've seen in the NFL. Now we can get him. What's it going to cost? I'm not worried about a salary. I'm If they want draft picks, give them draft picks. Who cares? I'm going to be 80 years of age. I don't get take my draft picks. I don't care. But you want money? I'll give you money. I want Sean Payton. Yes, he it feels like things are a little out of order, though, with this. Like, very rarely do you know the next head coach before you fired the current head coach. And I don't know how that goes over in NFL coaching communities where Ooh, it's like, I know. oh, yeah, uh, we're getting Sean Payton before we fired Mike McCarthy. That yeah. feels like a, 
a pretty big no-no. I just go with the timing of it looks odd. It just looks odd. And knowing that Jerry thinks that highly of Sean Payton, and if you're Sean Payton, do you want to go into the You can always go into the booth. But what if Mike McCarthy somehow stumbles to a 13-4 and record and they go to the NFC title game next year? I mean, will Cowboy fans love that? Sure. But if you're Sean Payton, the opportunity to coach the Dallas Cowboys, that'd be uh, full circle because he was there a long time ago. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule that out. It's like if you said, okay, Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos. Well, I wouldn't rule it out. Do I think Aaron stays in Green Bay? I don't. I think he should. I think he has a better chance of winning if he stays there. But who knows what Aaron Rodgers' thought process is. But I think sometimes when we go, these guys need to step away a little bit. Do you think Tom Brady knows what he's doing? I do. Do you think Aaron Rodgers knows what he's doing? I do. Do you think Sean Payton knows what he wants to do? I do. This isn't something that just comes up where you go, I'll be, wait, season's over? What am I, what am I going to do? I'm going to quit the Saints. Ah, season's over, and we lost again. I'm leaving the Packers. And I think you give great thought to this. Tom Brady has given thought to this. I don't think he's going, man, season's over. What am I going to do? What's my next chapter? These guys don't get it, get this far and this successful without thinking these things through. But, you know, the Packers losing their offensive coordinator to the Broncos, what does it mean? I, I think it, it gives a bigger picture here of Aaron Rodgers going there. Assuming he gets along with Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know. Uh, Byron left to, it, to the Jags. I get that. I think that's a, that would be a great hire. But it's not done yet. But Leftwich, you go there, you have your quarterback, and whatever you do in that first year has got to be better than what Urban Meyer did in his first year. The bar is really low. The coachless teams, Bears, Dolphins, Giants, Jags, Raiders, Saints, Texans, and the Vikings. Amazing. So Tom Pellicero will join us. Coming up, we'll settle on a poll question. Fritzy, what poll question do you have for me today? We are going to roll out Broncos hiring the Packers offensive coordinator means Denver will acquire Aaron Rodgers or nothing. Mm. I'll say that they acquire Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if they needed to have the offensive coordinator become the head coach, but I do think that that, if Aaron Rodgers wants familiarity, um, likes what he saw, but I don't even know. Nathaniel Hackett didn't call the plays in Green Bay, but wasn't that a negative with Eric Bieniemy? Remember that he didn't call the plays in Kansas City. Well, Matt Nagy didn't either. He got a head coaching job. Another offensive coordinator doesn't call play. He gets a job. Maybe, maybe that's enough for Aaron Rodgers to go, hey, I like this guy, and I uh, think we got something special there. The question is, you can't just sign Aaron Rodgers. you got to trade for Aaron Rodgers. And I'm sure the Packers want to send him to the AFC. But we'll talk to Tom Pelissero about that. I did watch some basketball last night. The Phoenix Suns took down the Utah Jazz. Uh, Donovan Mitchell didn't play in that game, but Devin Booker was wonderful to watch. 
But I, I, I'm going to go back to what I said about the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul. He, he's 36 years of age. This is a young man's game. But he had 15 points in the final 12 minutes. Phoenix has won eight in a row. But just watching, you know, when you watch intelligence, a lot of times you can listen to intelligence. When you watch intelligence, it's different. And I was watching intelligence last night with Chris Paul. It's just getting from point A to point B. And then what do you do? And he, he's out, he has to outthink you because he, he doesn't jump through the roof. He's not John Morant. He's not fast. Maybe quick. Doesn't jump on his jumper. But this ability to find his spots. And, and I mentioned this yesterday. He just reminds me of that raindrop. When it's raining and it goes down your windshield and you don't know where it's going. But he does. He knows where he's going. And he's not moving fast. But he, he moves efficiently, intelligently. And, uh, and if you ever want to just watch a pure point guard, because that's what Chris is, just watch the Phoenix Suns and watch what he does. Devin Booker's wonderful. Wonderful. And he had 43 last night. But watching, watching this kind of basketball, I, I love watching smart basketball. Now, there's athleticism, but there's also... That's why when you, you add intelligence IQ to Magic Johnson or Isaiah Thomas or Michael Jordan, then that's where it's not fair. Where they have athleticism and then they have basketball IQ and you go, oh boy. And that's what those three had. There's a lot of players who have that. The athleticism, then you throw in the IQ and then that's when you have a very, very special player. Yes, Eden. We're discussing that they might be the rush of basketball. Oh, the Suns? It's very yeah. It's it's very smart. Cerebral? Yeah, it's just smart music. You're not really sure where the hell this song is going, but it's gonna eventually end. Hmm. Okay. So Chris Paul, like Getty Lee, Getty Lee, like not the classic front man. Uh, not uh, you know, easy on the eyes. It's like not Gavin Rossdale. Devin Booker might be the. Hmm. Who's the drummer? Neil 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 Peart. Neil, Neil Peart. Might be the Neil the, Peart. The late Neil Peart. 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 Yeah, I always have the Rush purist who correct me. <laughs> it's not Peart. It's Peart. Okay. Peart. Peart. Um, so the Phoenix Suns are the Rush of basketball. Maybe we're workshopping it a little. Mm. Undercovered, underrespected. Mm. Uh, yeah. mm. It's new. Yeah, no yeah, one else is doing no, it. No, no, no one is. <laughs> If Greeny takes this on Get Up, then I'll know. I was just thinking. Uh, yeah, you know. Are, are the Milwaukee Bucks the sticks of... By the way, <laughs> what? Did, what? did you see who beat the Milwaukee Bucks last night? No. Hello, Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's go. Yes. You are so early on this I'm, one, man. I am plenty of seats still available. <laughs> Darius Garland playing well. Evan Mobley. They, they got... They, they're a fun team. Kevin Love coming off the bench. I have to be the only member of the media who watches the Cleveland Cavaliers. Other than those who have to watch, I get to watch the Cleveland Cavaliers at night. Yes, Todd. But not to disrespect the Cavaliers. Is that just another example of how it's all about the playoffs, overlooking teams, not necessarily giving it your full 100% shot? Or am I disrespecting Cleveland? It doesn't matter to me. Like the Bucs did try to win. I don't think they went, you know, let's let the cute little Cavaliers get a win here. 
They may not have played with playoff intensity, but the Cavaliers won the game. They beat them. Yeah, Paul. Your Cavs are the three seed. The Nets and the Bucks are the four yeah. and five seed. Yeah. The Sixers are the six seed. Yeah. It's early. It is early. All right, we'll take a break. Tom Pelissero will join us, get his thoughts on the breaking news, the story that he broke about Nathaniel Hackett joining the Broncos as their head coach, coach and what that means for Aaron Rodgers. And are we just waiting for Sean Payton to join the Cowboys? Or maybe it's too obvious. Tom will join us coming up next. Phone calls as well. We settled on our poll question. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation broke ground on the Do Good Village in Land O'Lakes, Florida. It's the first of its kind. It's a community of 110 homes for the foundation's program recipients so together families can heal. And the foundation's Do Good Village is helping these families beyond measure. These are children of our nation's fallen or catastrophically injured heroes, and then they can experience life together. That's the community you have there. And it's all thanks to great donations of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. You can uh, make the Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of our heroes and the sacrifices they made for our country and our communities. You can donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Fritzy's been in contact with Sean Payton. He may join us a little bit later on today. I watched a lot of basketball last night. I watched the, the Hornets. I was watching the Suns and the Jazz. I watched my Cavs, the Bucks. I watched Luka Doncic. He had another triple-double as the Mavs beat the Blazers. So watching a lot of uh, NBA last night. Tried to watch some college basketball. I watched uh, a little bit of Xavier and Providence. It's just tough. There's no magic with, with college basketball. Like where you go, I got to see this guy. There's some good players. And, you know, I want to be fair to them. It's just there's not that guy or those guys or that team where you go, got to watch that. You know, UCLA against Arizona. All right, I'm going to watch. And I did. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't, just don't come away with uh, that must-see basketball team or must-see basketball player. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll get phone calls come. Oh, you know who called in? If you were with us in the last hour yesterday, we had a caller who was on hold for probably close to 90 minutes. Jason in Phoenix. Jason was snoring really deeply. I checked in with him a couple of times, and he was still snoring. He had fallen asleep. See, do we have any uh, sound of Jason from Phoenix snoring? Jason in Phoenix joins us on the show. Hi, Jason. Jace? Jason? Well, 
Thought he was uh, available. He will be. He will be. You just have to give me a minute. Oh. Okay. I thought we were being punked. Yeah, I did too. All right. Well, let's see if we can get Jason on the, uh, the show. And uh, we will get to your phone calls. We are having technical issues here. So this is on us here. Yes. Well, it was only right. If Jason fell asleep yesterday, then we'll fall asleep today. Yeah. All right. Ross Tucker, he'll join us coming up next hour. Got some uh, football to talk to him about. Tom Palacero, the NFL Network, will join us coming up as well. He'll join us in a couple of minutes here. There's mixed reports on James Harden. Could he be traded? Ben Simmons, could he be traded? I don't think either is traded at the trade deadline. Uh, feels like the 76ers are going to wait till the offseason for James Harden. And feels like Ben Simmons is going to be traded in the offseason as well. This, the 76ers, it, you know, feels like they'll try to make that choice decision to go after James Harden because Daryl Morey loves James Harden. And I think they were pretty firm in looking at Ben Simmons and saying, Ben is not going to play for this team this year. Yeah, Paul. I was reading the stories and watching the cover yesterday of James Harden. Does he want to be traded and the Nets don't want to trade him? Is, is that kind of the, the, the feel? Um, I don't know if that's the – I don't know because I don't know. I don't have a source on this. They made it sound yesterday like he wanted to be some, elsewhere. Didn't he fight hard to get to the Nets, basically quitting on the Rockets? And they, yeah. they, the Nets gave him everything he wanted to get there? I don't know if he wants to put up with what goes on in Brooklyn. You know, Kyrie is sort of here. You know, Durant's hurt now. I think what they thought it was going to be is not as enjoyable as it uh, is right now. And Harden has played well. But if you're Joel Embiid, you go, man, can't wait to have a ball hog like James Harden join me. Embiid should be the leading candidate for MVP this year. I don't know if he's going, man, you know what I'd love? A guy who loves to have the basketball. But Ben Simmons, does he go to the Nets? Do you trade him to the Nets? Is there anybody else who's interested in him? I mean, they're trying. It's just I I don't I wouldn't want him as 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 talented as he is, I want to know if he wants to play. Stephen A. Smith brought up something on first take yesterday about Kobe Bryant. And he was just talking about Kobe and what that Kobe wanted to play. He didn't want to sit out, coming back from injury. And look, not everybody's wired the way Kobe is, but we make it seem like, well, that was a different generation. It was only six years ago that Kobe stopped playing basketball. I mean, load management and you know, do you want to play? I mean, you that's what I want. I want somebody who wants to play, wants to go after it. It means something to them. That's really important. And you know, I, I see enough of these players. Like, John Wall doesn't play. John Wall warms up. John Wall makes $42 million. John Wall doesn't want to play, I don't think. And now they're talking about, hey, John Wall for Russell Westbrook. Boy, that'll solve everything if you're the Lakers. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Tom Pelissero has been a busy guy, NFL insider. You can follow him on Twitter at Tom Pelissero. And uh, this Sunday, a special six-hour edition of NFL Game Day Morning airs at 9 a.m. Eastern on the NFL Network. Tom broke the news this morning that Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator from the Packers, is going to be the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Tom, thanks for joining us. Who is Nathaniel Hackett, and why did he get this job? Nathaniel Hackett, Dan, is a fascinating guy. He's 42 years old. 
Uh, he's been a, a longtime coach going all the way back to his days uh, in Buffalo with the Bills at Syracuse down in Jacksonville, where I was in attendance at Heinz Field after the 2017 season when the Jaguars with Blake Bortles, at quarterback, put up 45 points on Pittsburgh to go to the AFC championship game. Uh, he ended up uh, getting dismissed there the following year amidst a whole bunch of injuries on offense, but landed in Green Bay with Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and has really flourished uh, in his role these past several years. He's a unique individual in terms of the way that he presents. He is very into uh, technology. He's into analytics. He's into pop culture. He finds different ways to reach this generation of players. And I don't just mean, you know, the 20, 21-year-old millennials or whatever we're calling them, but even the likes of Aaron Rodgers, who's a veteran quarterback, has heard it all for 20-plus years playing football at every level. And Rodgers is one of Hackett's biggest fans to the point that Last year when Hackett got his first head coaching interview with the Falcons, Aaron Rodgers called Atlanta and said, you need to hire this guy. Oh. So the fact that now he's getting the Broncos job at a time that, Dan, you might have heard there are some questions about where Aaron Rodgers <laughs> would play in football in 2022, if anywhere. It's a really good fit uh, for a bunch of different reasons. And I'll tell you this, he's so high energy, Nathaniel Hackett is. Nobody's going to fall asleep in his meetings. He's going to give the most entertaining press conferences in the league, and they think he's going to win a lot of football games for him too. But I wonder, you go in in the interviewing process in Denver, does John Elway say, if we give you this job, can we get Aaron Rodgers? Like, how, how do you – would he get this job as standalone, you get the job, to be fair to his resume, and how much is the possibility of getting Aaron Rodgers attached to this? Well, as the Broncos were going through this process and general manager George Payton has been the one leading it, they knew that they couldn't hire a coach based solely on a contingency that may or may not happen. Of course, last year, Denver was the most linked spot to Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers at various points told people that Denver was a place he wanted to go. He may have even thought that's where he would potentially end up. And that was at a time that you had Vic Fangio as the head coach and Pat Shermer was the offensive coordinator. So now you have Hackett there. He's going to, in all likelihood, hire at least one Packers assistant, Adam Stenovich, who is the offensive line coach, run game coordinator, really well respected, used like 75 different O-line combinations this year with Bakhtiari out uh, and managed to, to make it work. There's going to be familiarity there with the system, with the coaches. Uh, it would only heighten the possibility the Rodgers could land there, but they did a thorough search. You know, Peyton had uh, one of the most uh, expansive search parties. They had, I think, seven people who traveled around on the plane. They had other people involved on Zoom. They had different perspectives uh, from different people. And he spent time with 10 different candidates during the process, almost all of them in person, which is rare because in this cycle, one thing that came out of COVID was everyone was like, hey, the Zoom thing is great. We'll just do a dozen or in the Bears case, two dozen different interviews all on Zoom. Then we'll get to the second interviews. The Broncos kind of went old school. Fire up the private jet. We're going to go see 10 of these coaches go all the way, literally from the East Coast seeing Gerard Mayo to the West Coast seeing Kevin O'Connell. But one of the first interviews that they did was Nathaniel Hackett in Green Bay. Peyton had dinner with him the night before. They spent a long time together. Hackett after that initial interview had so impressed them that he became one of, if not the front runner. And so he was the only one that they brought back for a second interview on Monday. There's a lot to like about Nathaniel Hackett for the Denver Broncos beyond Aaron Rodgers, though certainly the Rodgers possibility is a nice piece. It feels like people aren't on the same page with Aaron Rodgers being able to leave the Green Bay Packers. 
He's not a free agent. There, there would have to be a trade here. And I don't even know, does Aaron Rodgers have a no-trade clause? He does not have a no-trade clause, though effectively you have one when you're at that stage and you could just say, if you try to trade me to, you know, whatever, Jacksonville, I'm just going to retire. So really, here's how it sets up, Dan. So they redid his contract last year. They shaved off. They didn't add any new money to it. They moved some things around, but they shaved off the last year in 2023. And they added this post-Super Bowl void clause that in essence means they can't tag Aaron Rodgers after the 2022 season either. So really there's three different avenues Rodgers can go. He could retire. That's pretty clean. The Packers would save a bunch of money on the salary cap. Uh, He could say, I'm going to continue playing for the Packers, at which point in all likelihood that would involve the Packers and Aaron Rodgers doing some kind of big fully guaranteed extension that would keep him as a Packer for life. Or door number three, is he could say, you know what, it's been fun. I've had you know a ton of success here over 17 years, but it's time for me to do something else. The Packers then at that point would have two choices themselves. One being they could say, we're not trading you. You're the reigning two-time reigning NFL MVP. You're going to play out your contract here. And Rodgers could say either, okay, I'll do that, or I you know, will just decide to walk away. Or the Packers could go, it's in our best interest to trade Aaron Rodgers when he's worth more right now in terms of capital in players and picks than he ever probably will be in the rest of his career, we'll trade him now as opposed to he plays out his contract in 2022. And then at most you're getting like a fifth round compensatory pick in 2023 for him. So it would set up a really interesting situation. He has that control to dictate what direction, what the options are. And then the Packers would have their own decision to make. Yeah. I just wonder, I'm sure they want to trade him to the AFC. That sound right? If, you know, if like Seattle, if Seattle wants to move on from Russ, they probably want him in the AFC, not the NFC. It would make sense. And just for historical context, Dan, I was working for the Green Bay Press Gazette in 2008 during the Brett Favre retirement saga, unretirement <laughs> saga, and all that stuff. And when he showed up in a lightning storm in a helicopter and came in uh, in August during the family night scrimmage, showed up in his luxury box during the scrimmage where Rodgers is getting cheered when he throws incompletions and booed when he does something well. Most bizarre scene ever. But there were two teams on <laughs> Brett Favre, which were the New York Jets and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brett Favre that day after lengthy meetings with, at the time, Ted Thompson, Mike McCarthy, left the facility thinking he's being traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Comes to find out later that night that Ted Thompson's trading him to the New York Jets, and the Jets had to recruit him to go there. Part of that was Ted Thompson, who was one of Brian Gutekunst's mentors, did not want Brett Favre in the NFC. That's not to say necessarily it would follow the same path, but absolutely that's something that, that executives take into account. What do you think Sean Payton's going to do? He's going to take some time away. You know, he was after the season. This was such a trying season uh, for Sean Payton and the Saints. I mean, you think about everything they overcame from being displaced by a hurricane in the early portion of the season to Jameis Winston's injury to other injuries to the COVID situation where they're down to starting Ian Book in a in a nationally televised game. Uh, Sean Payton was wiped out by the end of it. So, you know, shortly after the season ended, he flew down to Cabo. He played golf. He drank tequila. He thought about his future and he came back and he just thought, I I need a break. Uh, You know, in the short term, certainly he's going to have broadcast options, TV options. He's, you know, I think that his uh, 35 minute opening monologue to the press conference would probably fit better on a podcast than in the 40 (laughs) seconds he had between plays in a game. But Sean would be exceptional at doing that. You don't think he coaches because look, Jerry Jones is going to be 80 years of age. 
Oh, yeah. He is not he, he's not given the stamp of approval for Mike McCarthy coming back. It, the timing of this is just too strange. Why wait an extra year for Sean Payton when you could get him now? And you give the Saints money and or picks, and you got your coach, a coach that you've always wanted. You never say never because you also know that other owners are looking at this and going, the time is now if we're going to make a move for Sean Payton, we're at least going to place that phone call. I I am choosing at this particular stage and based on the emotion that we saw from Sean Payton the other day, that he really is, we can take him at face value, that his intention, Mm. of course, intentions can change, but his intention is to take 2022 off. And then that makes him one of the most fascinating characters, not just a year from now, but really throughout this season. I mean, every time that a team is in a rut and we're talking about a coach potentially being on the hot seat, there's going to be that cloud hanging over of what might Sean Payton do. Dallas is certainly a place that he's been linked to, I don't know how many times, throughout the course of his career, but there's going to be other places that that potentially are going to be in that mix too. And you look at some of the teams that did not move on from their head coaches this year and teams that did not as strongly state publicly that they're going to stick with their coach as Stephen Jones of the Cowboys did with Mike McCarthy. There's absolutely going to be some coaches who are going to be at risk of losing their jobs during next season. Sean Payton's going to be rumored for every one of those openings, and it would be organizational malpractice, Dan, to not make a phone call on one of the most successful coaches over the last 16 years. Yeah, I just get a feeling that Sean is – the timing is just interesting. I mean, you get a chance to coach the Cowboys. That's different than any other coaching vacancy or potential coaching vacancy. You win in Dallas, it's like being the Cowboys quarterback. You may not be the best quarterback in football – but you're the best known. I mean, you're the Cowboys quarterback. You're the Cowboys coach. I don't know. And Jerry is desperate to get another Super Bowl. At 80 years of age, I don't, man, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I, I would say organizational malpractice, if you're a team that's even thinking about making a coaching change, to not place a call yeah. on Sean Payton. At the same time, I would tell you the support from the Joneses for Mike McCarthy and his staff is probably stronger internally than it's perceived to be externally. They okay. they went from six and ten in his first year to twelve and five this season. They obviously made leaps. They weren't consistent enough offensively. The penalties were a problem in the in the playoff game as they were throughout the course of the season. And they had some frankly strange stuff happen with a play that they've rehearsed a million times over and now has become this supposed example of that they don't they're poorly coached and everything else they practice that every friday it's the same scenario they timed it out they just never rehearsed having the umpire be 28 yards behind the play and then come and run over their quarterback on the way to spotting the ball and respotting it and spotting it again it's again i'm not saying that you couldn't have called something different there but based upon that look where the nose tackles lined up, everything that they did was exactly how they rehearsed it. It didn't work out. It doesn't completely erase the fact they went 12-5 and five this season and should be good for years to come. Thank you, Tom. We appreciate you joining us, and uh, congrats on breaking the uh, Hackett to the Broncos news. We'll wait for you to break other news like Sean Payton to the Cowboys. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Dan. Thank you, Tom. It. That's Tom Pelissero, NFL Network Insider. You can follow him at Tom Pelissero. Does a great job. Probably doesn't get enough credit for the job that he does. Uh, Let's see. Take a break here. Got play of the day coming up. Settle on our poll question. I think Jason, who uh, spent the last hour of yesterday's show snoring, is uh, set to join us. 
Now, he might not have been the only person snoring during the last hour of the show. In fairness to him. Three hours. Yes. I mean, we do. This is the show that puts you to sleep. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll talk to him coming up right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Fired. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Jetty fires it out front to Darius Garland. Garland with a move on Holiday. Underneath the Mobley. Pow and the pow. Holy Mobley. What a play by Evan. What a dish by Garland. What a sequence by the Cavaliers. Cavs have won 30 games. They move past the Bucks in the Eastern Conference standings. That's courtesy of the Cavs Radio Network. That is your play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by, oh, that Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van that's going to be here Sunday night, Monday morning, and then Seton and the French kid get on the road on Monday. The ultimate camping rig sweepstakes. To enter, get rules, visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com by February 2nd. Mercedes-Benz Vans. I mentioned yesterday in the final hour of the show, we had a caller, and uh, it's Jason in Phoenix. And Jason had been on hold for almost 90 minutes, and uh, he was snoring. And then we checked back with him to see if he was awake, and then he was still snoring. And Jason in Phoenix joins us on the program. Good morning, Jason. Uh, hello. Good morning. Thanks for having me again. What, what, what happened yesterday? Uh, you know, actually, uh, Seton has pretty good, just like initial reaction. He's like, is he on a recliner? And I'm like, wow, I was on a recliner. And, uh, yeah, it was 90 minutes. Uh, that's kind of like my, uh, I work, I work afternoons. So I, I get out late. I, so I hadn't been to sleep yet when I was watching the show. Did you hear your snoring on the show? Uh, today I did, and it was amazing, I have to say. Uh, I'm going to send my mother a clip of that, and she's going to be so happy to know that I was on TV and I had such an epic, like, first first splash. It was amazing. Uh, I was embarrassed at first, and then but when I watched it, I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, it, was, it had such grammatical pause uh, every time you all clicked back in. It was, uh, I couldn't believe, I couldn't do that on purpose if I tried. What were you calling in to talk about? Well, I'm in uh, Scottsdale. Uh, I used to work at the Grotto, so I've seen you there a couple times. And I have to say, you are a seat guy, not a sweet guy. And um, Alex Rodriguez is as well. Alex Rodriguez is one of the best people I've ever seen in the restaurant. But either way, uh, I have a proposition for Seton. Mm. Um, I work at a very fine establishment at this moment in time, uh, Citizen Public House in Old Town. And we have some great short ribs. We have some great uh, pork belly pastrami. And we have some great Manhattans and uh, old fashions. And so 
We have dinner for him and the French guy, French kid. Yeah. I don't know how old he is. Uh, on the house, uh, if they would, would like to stop through. And on a side note, we have a little boutique dispensary here that you have to have your medical card in order to uh, purchase certain items from. And uh, so I think he may also be in- interested in that as well. But either way, I wanted to throw that proposition out to him. And also I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, a conversation I had with you all at the show a few years ago. Uh, I played basketball. And I used to write with my left hand, and I used to shoot with my right. And it wasn't until I uh, started practicing writing with my right hand when my game really took off. I ended up playing. Like, uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, sorry, not at all, Dan. My bad, DP. Thank you, Jason. Jason, thank you. Sorry if you're putting us to sleep. Sorry. Thank you, Jason. I was going to ask Jason if I can go to his work and fall asleep while he's doing his job. Uh, <laughs> Jason. A.K. Nyquil. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! I'm getting, I'm getting foggy. You know what? That restaurant sounds lovely, though. I, mean, yeah. I might swing by Citizen Public House. Jason's last name is Melatonin. <laughs> That's... Come on, get to the point. That's... And I had a conversation. I would write with my right hand, and I would shoot with my left hand. I'm, you know what? He made fun of himself, and I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, <laughs> Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? Well, I got to follow up to snore in Phoenix, but uh, five seven one sixty five. Yep. All right. Thanks, Seaton. Hey, real quick, I got a question about Sean Payton, and then I I, I have a wager for pie in the face if you would indulge me. So, okay. All right. um, real quick, so can Sean Payton actively talk to other players or teams? Since we're talking about he needs to be traded, so will will he be tampering if he does that? Well, it'd be all back channeling. Okay, okay. So he could he could just do it that way. Okay. Yeah. My wager is this: I will let my ten year old son give me a pie to the face if one of your mentions in your monologue yesterday morning doesn't happen. You mentioned Troy Aikman, Al Michaels, and Sean Payton going to Amazon, possibly, for their Thursday night football. Yeah. It's odd that you'd pick those people, and I think you're an insider, whether you say so or not. And I will take a pie to the face if one of those doesn't get on to Amazon. But if they don't, will anybody else take the other side of the bet? If I win, will somebody take the pie to the face? All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. I have to think about that. I just tell you what I hear. I don't have any insights to this, but Amazon is all in and money is not going to be the issue there. Ross Tucker. Nice. He'll join us coming up. The actor, Kevin James, a little bit later on. One more item as we close out our one Puerto Rico, the new go-to destination for quality investment opportunities, but finding the right projects to invest in can be a pretty tall task. Impeller takes the guesswork out of the equation. Impeller is a new online tool spearheaded by Invest Puerto Rico that facilitates connections between investors and on-island projects looking for capital. Discover innovative projects across all sectors, from healthcare and tech to clean energy, visitor economies, and commercial real estate. Impeller's easy-to-use features allow you to get right to the deal, and you could also get some information like financials, company background, leadership, 
performance needs, and more. Empower your investment portfolio with the opportunities the island has to offer. Visit investpr.org forward slash impeller. Set up your account today, then gain access to quality, innovative projects that are ripe for the taking. Impeller, your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico, powered by Invest Puerto Rico.